you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. Okay. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning into episode 8 of Backroom Movie News, where we cover all your most anticipated upcoming films and basically give you the opinions you didn't ask for. Welcome to the best seat in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. And I'm Chase Coupo. Got a lot of news to cover here today, Chase. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, you could call it a lot. Yeah, I, I guess. How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, there yeah, it is. There it is. Anyways, hump, jumping, humping. We're humping. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> jumping right into the movie news uh, with Regal Cinema. Chase, tell us. Regal Cinema. Uh, apparently, Regal is going to experiment uh, sometime in 2018 with dynamic pricing. So basically... Yeah. An example would be you pay less to see flops and more to see hits. So say, for example, if it was going on now, like $15 is the average price for this exercise. For this exercise. Like Geostorm. If Geostorm came out, you may pay $10 to see it. But if when it came out, you know, everyone loved it, you may pay $20 to see it. Right. I mean, it's just an interesting development. But would that be based on what the critics like think of the movie ahead of time? Because like, if a movie just you know yeah, comes out, I, like, what would they price a ticket like first day for people to go see? You know yeah, I mean? that's why I'm confused. There's no like real information on how it would work, and I think there's a lot of variables to that. I oh, figure okay. it would be like kind of like critic opinion, but it, you know, it's it's weird, and only Regal doing it makes it like not really worthwhile. I think it's just kind of an experiment, I guess. Right. Uh, but on the topic of cinemas, I, I love the movie pass. I'm just saying, movie I got mine in the mail, good. and I know this is kind of off topic here, but still, I, I'm not endorsed by them. We aren't endorsed by them whatsoever. <laughs> they should be paying us. <laughs> but, oh geez, but um, the movie pass is awesome. It That's is. all I can say. So I would highly once. recommend it. It's worth a shot. Yep, but going into the actual movies, we're going to start the podcast off with, well, some, you know, we usually do Star Wars, so. Yeah. All right, let's do it, Chase. So, right. The Last Jedi. Uh, box Office Pro is predicting that the eighth installment in the Skywalker saga will pull in uh, $215 million in its opening weekend. This is less than The Force Awakens made, uh, which was $247 million. Um, would have been the one of the few movies to ever make uh, $200 million to open. So, right. the, the Last Jedi will be one of the... Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, how are you feeling about that? Suppose interesting. It seems... It seems to make sense. Like, I don't know how to predict, like, in actual numbers, but, I mean, I figured it would make less than The Force Awakens because that was, like, sort of a one-time event type of movie. Mm -hmm. In theory, this is a one-time event type of movie, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess... annual, actually. Yeah. I... (laughs) Maybe I'm sort of surprised. I thought it would be a bit less, maybe skewing more right around the $200 million mark type of thing. Just, I don't know. It's, you know, I don't always predict it. I thought that less, even less people would, you know, throw their money out. Yeah, I'm pretty terrible at box office predictions to begin with. Though. Yeah, well, I don't know how to predict shit. That's it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that it's going to earn about this much. It makes sense to, to bring in less in the Force Awakens or whatever. Oh. But I think 
Uh, so that Star Wars is back and everything. There was like this nostalgia from The Force Awakens. Uh-huh. So that's what brought everybody in initially. But I think to the generic going audience, like not like diehard fans like us, yep. they're going to want to know what's going to happen in, like, in the sequel. And based sure. on the trailer that we saw, well, you haven't seen it. But yeah, the, tra- the Yeah, the vast majority of people saw, uh-huh. uh, I think this movie is going to push a little bit more than The Force Awakens, to be honest with you. Interesting. It's yeah. a pretty bold prediction, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's we'll see still if that so, pays off. Yeah, there's so many questions that are yet to be answered, like Ray's heritage, for example. So, uh-huh. And do you want to know that? Well, yeah. I mean, if it's see? important to the story they're doing. I mean. See, there it is. But you're going to go see it anyway, so my point is invalid. <laughs> <It's, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going into the MCU now. The MCU. Uh, Captain Marvel news, actually. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Ben Mendelsohn is rumored to be portraying the villain of the upcoming film. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no, it's not clear who or what he he'll play, but the logical guess is that he will be the leader of the Skrulls. You know, the alien race that's going to be the enemies of that film, I believe. So, yeah, yeah how are you feeling about Ben Mendelsohn in the MCU? I I think it's cool to see him in a comic book movie. I love seeing him in Rogue One. You know, like it was a sci-fi take. I mean, it's just sort of sci-fi fantasy. So yeah, th- there yeah. you go. But um, yeah, I'm really. I think he's very good at doing villainous roles. Like he was great in Rogue One, and uh, also uh, not a big part, but in The Dark Knight uh, uh-huh. Rises. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he gets his like neck snapped by Bane or whatever. Yeah, I am necessary. <laughs> that dude. Yeah. No. Yes, I know who Bane is. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, but so yeah. you want to move on? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, cool. We're good. So Avengers 4. Avengers 4. Yeah, and uh, Indie Indie, an IndieWire article confirmed that Captain Marvel will uh, be a major player in the Avengers 4 movie, yet to be titled yet. Uh, but Marvel is shifting uh, the focus to her solo movie, which will begin her journey and tie, into, and tie in heavily with the Avengers 4. It seems to indicate that we will see the secret invasion storyline from the comics, basically the scrolls who, who can like shapeshift and whatnot, uh, secretly infiltrated Earth, even taking the identities of some of the Avengers, and then it launched like a war. Right. I mean... It's a lot to take. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I guess it seems likely. I mean, I thought they would... I was hoping they would keep Thanos around for two movies and make a villain actually worthwhile, mm-hmm. but I guess it makes sense once they go from Thanos, if they you know actually do the secret invasion thing, yeah. I guess it makes sense because you got to go bigger and whatnot. I can't remember. Was Thanos in the second Guardians of the Galaxy? Or was it just like mentioned? Pretty sure it was just mentioned. I think he was just mentioned. I just can't mentioned, remember. yeah. I can't wait to see him in Infinity War, though. I guess. Yeah. Um, but in uh, speak, well, talking about Captain Marvel being a major uh, part, uh, I don't really have a comment on it because we haven't seen anything of her performance or take on this character. So, um, but it's cool to have, bring like a main female role into like into like the Avengers, like not disregarding like Black Widow or anything like that. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, having her like maybe show them up in some sort yeah. of way with power. So I don't know her being like a, a leader. Yeah, power. Yeah, <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> uh, Star Wars reference. Anyways, now well, speaking of the team up movies such as the Avengers and whatnot, we're going to be talking um, about the timeline and just the team up movies in general. Yeah. So tell us, Chase, about uh, Josh Brolin. Uh, recently, Josh Brolin, who plays Thanos stated in an interview that he doesn't think Marvel is going to continue doing any of the big team-up movies anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just said, basically, it's like a pain in the ass to get all these A-list actors on screen together and get this done. Agreed. You know, it puts a lot of pressure on, like, everyone. Apparently, it's a, just a fucking monster of a production. <laughs> Especially since they did two of them, you know, back yeah. to back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, this seems to point 
we're yo-yoing here, this seems to point that that phase four might actually be, you know, really different than what yeah. we've come become accustomed to with the MCU. Yeah. Last week I was sure it wasn't going to change, but now huh. maybe. Again, sucked into the same shit as a DCU, man. Yep, yeah. But, Down uh, that rabbit hole. I kind of like how real Josh Brolin was about the situation. It's not confirmed by Marvel, and there's been, like, mistakes of actors saying one thing in the studio being like, uh, no. They're just, like, trying to cover it up when the actor or actress is right. right. But it sounds like the most honest thing to me because I'm sure it's hard to keep this all connected making sure that everyone gets the same amount of screen time considering like the A-list actors that we have in this yeah. and Marvel has proven themselves of the connected universe so I wouldn't mind just having a solo films from here on out so yeah. they show that they can make it work not so much now yeah. but, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's it's still you know, it's more uh, organized in the DCU for sure. I feel it yeah. and like I've uh, said a couple times to you before now uh, I think we'll see more movies similar to uh, Thor Ragnarok where it's a yeah. Thor movie and then Hulk is like a well at this point he's like starring you know Mark yeah. Ruffalo and then Doctor Strange is going to be in it too so right. we'll Spoilers. see more stuff like, nah, I that. <laughs> we'll see more stuff like that I think where it'll be a solo movie and then you'll have like a supporting character like from you know yeah. right it's just just enough to show that the universe is still connected or a smidge and a half a smidge and a half um so we talked about the DCU for a little bit and how unorganized they can be we did but uh Justice League coming out November 17th. Yeah. Really excited yep. for it. More We're than Thor there. Ragnarok. November 17th is going to be a great day. Oh, yeah. I've already oh, yeah. said in the yep. last podcast, it's going to be great. Just in uh, case you forgot. No. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me remind you. Uh, but J.K. Simmons, uh, who's playing Commissioner Gordon, also was, uh, what was his name in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man? Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, J. Uh, Jonah Jameson. Jameson. There, yeah. there it is. All right. Uh, he said in an interview that his character doesn't have much to do in the first film. And they are already developing at least one sequel to Justice League. Yeah. So that's good to hear. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah. I mean, we, we heard, once heard in the very beginning that Justice League was completely unwatchable. And then kind of uh, Joss Whedon took over right around, like, af- it was after that. I but think so, um, yeah. then that was when the other rumor came out that it was overwhelmingly positive, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so seems it seems like he changed the movie around. Yeah, it for was the looking good. shaky. Yeah. So that's cool. But there's a lot of um, talk about the runtime for the film. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like only 121 minutes, which yeah. is about like two hours or whatever. Yeah, so interesting. Do you care about the runtime for this movie? Well, not too much. It's the only thing since it's a team up movie type of thing. You get, I got to be a tiny, tiny bit worried because it's tough for everyone to shine in a team up movie, even if like yeah. it's three hours long type of thing. This is definitely less than the Avengers. But yeah, it's still it's hard to balance. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm not too worried, but yeah. we'll see what they do in just about two hours. <laughs> the question is, which rumor is going to be right? Exactly. Yeah, there's yeah. A, lot, a lot of shit flying around right now. Yeah, but about the runtime, it's just it's just about the story. If the story yep. is told and visualized beautifully, the runtime doesn't make a hill of beans, yeah. really. If so, that's what you need. Yeah, if a movie, like... It's all about story, man. Yeah, say like a movie's two and a half hours. If it's a good movie, it won't feel like... Yeah. A long ass movie, you'll be like, God damn, like that went by like so fast or whatever. Blade twenty forty nine is kind of an example of that because it was the kind of thing like I wanted it to end, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. um but the only thing that you this the only way this could go is just like I could have saw more. And hopefully right. they don't do some BS, you know how DC is with releasing yeah. ultimate editions with like thirty minutes of extra footage. Just give it us to us like all now. Yeah, try to get the cut yeah. right the first time. So do your job. <laughs> be better. <laughs> I'm not saying I can. I'm know, not saying I could, but no, no, you no, no, definitely no. could. That's yeah. <laughs> it's your job. 
right, <laughs> this well, isn't much of a job, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, one of the characters within Justice League, Aquaman, as we know, Jason Momoa, looking badass as usual. Uh, it's rap production. So, boom, bam, bang, <laughs> as he is hey, written here. <laughs> I don't know why it's so hard for me to pronounce that all the time. Boom, bam, bang. I, I, I'm used to saying, like, bam, bam, boom, bam, so... That's weird. If that means me, anything, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> but what do you think about Aquaman being like wrapped up in production? I mean, I guess it's that's good. I am yeah. excited to see how that movie goes. With I'm not like a huge like comic fan at all, especially Aquaman type thing. But yeah. uh, it, it'll be cool to see what James Wan does. Definitely a fan of the Conjuring movies. I know he's had success with action in the past. It'll be cool to see what he brings to this. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to put any other character. Has it been rumored that any other character characters were going to be in this movie? I don't think so. So all right. Well, I look forward to it still. Okay. I was just going to see if they're going to connect the universe yeah. like they did in Wonder Woman or yeah. whatever. Well, I mean, we know it's connected, yeah, yeah, but I know to show mean. that it is. Um, so, a while ago, remember Ben Affleck, he released a uh, test footage uh-huh. of a Deathstroke. Like, he was oh, yeah. in, like, that uh, helicopter, like, chopper thing. I don't know. It was a helicopter. Get to the uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the point, actually. <laughs> According to the rumor, uh, Gareth Evans... Um, May helm a Deathstroke solo film with uh, Joe Maganello. Magnito. I forgot to look up the name. It's okay. Magan. You. She, he's married to Sofia Vergara. I think. <laughs> Joe Man Manganiello. I'm gonna just put the name right here. There it is. <laughs> okay. We're really sorry, Joe. <laughs> so um, Mangalino is star- is currently uh, set to play Deathstroke in this Batman film, which uh, will be Ben Affleck's first solo film for the DCU. It yep. was going to happen, and then it got pushed back, then Ben Affleck yeah. dropped out. We know all the drama surrounding yeah. that whole situation. But to be clear, the rumor is that it's a, it'd be a Deathstroke solo movie. Oh, did I say a Batman solo film? I, I'm not sure. I just think we My lost My bad. It okay. But it's cool, though. Yeah, so they're going to be doing a solo film on Deathstroke, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Yes, and... um. I'm glad because I thought this whole that whole deal was like dropped as a project. So right. I'm happy to see that we're gonna see Deathstroke. Actually, I was, yeah. that's gonna be cool to see him. So, um, anything else to add on that? Yeah, I don't think so. I know n- nothing about that. All right, so now we'll go into Marvel slash Sony because it's not part of the MCU. But Scott Hayes only uh, for only the brave. I do you know what he did on the? Did he? Okay, okay. Well, he's from that movie. No. We don't know his part in it, but um, and Reed Scott, uh, he did My Boys and Veep, uh, have both been cast in Sony's upcoming solo film. Oh, okay, so right. actors. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's cool. <laughs> um, so what do you think about this? I don't know. I guess interesting. More talent. I'm not too familiar with their works. Uh, I'll get to that picture in a minute, actually. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with them. Where's but I mean, my laser pointer? <laughs> yeah. I have it somewhere. But still, one it's just like every every movie I don't care about and I hear an actor being added to it. I mean, that's more talent on screen being added. Hopefully, hopefully it just makes it a yeah. good movie. So, yeah. So do, you that's, know, do you know no. those guys? Okay, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, but I actually forgot to write it down. Never heard the, of those shows, actually. On the, uh, the TV here, I'm sure you'll see it on the screen if you're watching. Uh, Venom, they released uh, the first production photo. Yes. So, yeah, production started officially. Photography. Yeah, yeah. So. I believe that's what it is. I believe that's what it's called, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's happening, man. I can't wait to see Eddie yeah. Brock's, or Tom Hardy's take on Eddie Brock slash Venom. It'll be exciting yeah. for sure. So, do you, you know what, though? Because since Tom Holland's Spider-Man is part of Sony, I He's think... He's not that part could, of Sony. 
Well, yeah, it wasn't. So they it's Marvel had, basically the MCU not. had to go to Sony. For no, that. but he's it's basically not Sony. They're not deal. fucking putting it together. I think so. They're not. They could. It'll it'll take years. Like they have no plans to merge it right now. They do not have plans to merge it. I guarantee that. I just Unless, want. Yeah. I just want Spider Man. I know. Uh, well, you can't have him. Sorry. So I have to wait till after. Like, what is it? Avengers four when we get Spider Man Homecoming two? I have no clue. Okay. Either way. We're gonna st- uh, now we're well still Marvel, but it's Fox, so X Men and such universe. Uh, James Mangold, no. Man- Mangold, okay, uh, who directed Logan, has said that the a Logan spinoff a script focused on the character of Laura, you know, the little girl who was just basically wrecking people, um, is in development. Laura is a mutant child, basically a clone made from the DNA of Logan. She portrayed, she is portrayed uh, by Daphne Keene. Yeah, I'm, that's, exciting. that's exciting. That's yeah. exciting. De- I really liked uh, Laura slash X twenty three. She was it was definitely well done in the movie. Yeah, and I, it was one of those things when Logan ended, people were, were like they were trying to think of how inevitably it'll continue or something, and it makes sense that they would you know go yeah. with her story here. Yeah, I mean, I I really want this. I Logan was such like a powerful movie, and I never thought I would say that about a comic book film. To be honest no, with, it's an intense um, movie. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that about a DC film so far yet. You know? Yeah, true. Um, but um, it, it kind of just like hit me like a train. It, it was like it was like perfect. The movie was just great. I think it's one of the yes. best movies of the year, man. Oh, Seriously, definitely. Yeah, it's got to uh, be in almost everyone. Daphne top King 10. is probably one of the best child actors I've ever seen. And like you know, minimal lines, but such an impactful performance, really. Yeah, and I. I really look forward to this. Definitely. This, this, yeah, fast track it now. <laughs> I don't care about Dark Phoenix. Just give me this. <laughs> Seriously. All right, Chase. Tell us about some Pacific Rim news. Pacific Rim. There it is. That's what gets your blood boiling. We got a little bit of news for that. Uh, <laughs> director Stephen S. Denight has revealed that the runtime of the film is, once again, right about two hours. There it is. Which, I don't know. I guess I don't I think, think it's that... A, I think it's enough movie. That sounds... Pretty much about right. I mean, yeah. you don't want to go too long on this. No. And the way this is sort of transitioning to sort of like a Transformers Power Ranger e feeling type of thing. I mean, yeah. it you seems any like desire to see this though? I do. I liked the uh, first one. It's enjoyable, and I, you know, John Boyega is cool. It's good to see him leading. Yeah. And I just want to see where they go with it. And like you, I said, don't have high like, hopes for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it is Transformers. It's like it's like I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it before, so I'm not. I don't right. care at all. We'll see what they can do with yeah, it. Don't care. And speaking about another movie like series that I don't give a shit about, Fast and the Furious. Tell us, Chase. All right, uh, Vin it's Diesel. Like being a dead horse. <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel revealed in a Facebook video that Justin Lin, who directed the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth installments in the franchise, is closing in on a deal to direct the final adventure, which will be split into two movies: Fast and Furious Nine, Fast and Furious Ten. And actually, I think he sort of stated that. I mean, with the final adventure, they're doing it because of all the complaints of, like, it needs to end. I mean, they know people are still fans. <laughs> it but, needs to end. Yeah. Just stop. Don't even do these. But then again, I mean, uh. the joke's on him and everyone else who's actually a fan that wants it to end, you know, mm-hmm. is the character spinoffs, like the one with, you know, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. Yeah. Those those might keep the franchise going. Yeah. Is it those two who don't get along on set? Uh, it's Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I guess. I don't I don't have anything to say about this. Yeah, fuck that. Do you have anything? No, no, no. Okay. But we have a few more things here, yeah. No, I mean, so yeah, yeah. that's about it for, uh, for movie, movie news. news. Yeah, but we have some fan questions right now. We have one. Fan question. <laughs> so, uh, Carissa Koopa, his sister. Koopa. Um, you know what? This would sound like very 
I don't. I don't want to sound conceited. You read this for me. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, Chris Acupo, uh, she'd like Kaysen to give his thoughts on American Satan. That's me. Uh, it's a recent release. Uh, the film was written by Ash Avilton and Maddie Beckerman and directed yes. by Avilton. Uh, the synopsis, a young rock band, half of its members from England and half from the U.S., drops out of college and move to the Sunset Strip to chase their dreams. Yes. Uh, she already heard my opinion and stuff, so... What do you what do you think of this movie, Casey? Uh, I'm glad we're doing a review on this, actually, because I enjoyed the film a lot more than I thought I would. Um, nice. But for those of you, I'm sh- this is a selective group of people who are going to know what this is. If you like bands such, like, in the warp Tour, like, you know, Vans warp Tour band scene, like, if you like Blackville Brides or Asking As Andrew, you know what this movie is. Um, but like I said, I enjoyed this way more than I thought. Um, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was going to be a bit cheesy, mm. but um, if you think like, oh, rock and roll band sell their soul to the devil, like it, <laughs> like it was that premise. Yeah. But they did it in such a way that you didn't. It didn't seem like ridiculous. It wasn't like so like in your face. Right. It was kind of just. I don't subliminal's not the right. I, word, I think I know what you mean. It felt yeah. uh, not over the top. You kind of already said that, but no, yeah. I, I feel you. It's. I, I didn't expect there to be any plot twists. Cause I got, you know, you got, got I, I started to question the, the <laughs> few characters like in the movie, and like I got involved in it. So uh, my only dislike, so, were some of the acting that had to do yeah. with and Andy and Ben, Andy Beersack from Blackville Brides, and uh, Ben. Help me out here. What's his name? Who? Asking Alexandria, guitar player Ben. What? Ben Bruce. Ben Bruce. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so Ben Bruce of Asking Alexandria. Um, I thought Ben was really good in the film. Like, he was very convincing, like, in the scenes where it was very dramatic and he was, like, crying about, like, uh, I'm not going to say what. I'm not going to spoil it. Sure. Um, but, crying. yeah, he did a good job about it. And uh, Andy's acting, on the other hand, he, he, he was all right. There was just a few moments that, if you've seen the trailer, the part where he just goes, like, what are we going to call this album? American Satan. It was just, like, <laughs> way too much. And it's just like, all right. But, um... The ending I didn't really like too much either, um, but basically, if you see the film, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about because I didn't really understand it at all. We kind of talked about that a little bit. So, but overall, I actually had a fun time with it. You yeah. said that you did too, and I, I was did. actually a little surprised because I enjoyed. I dragged him to it, so <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yep. To me, the only problem was that a couple times it just it just felt like an independent film with band members acting oh, in it. And well, yeah, it's it just didn't feel amazing. All the time. Yeah. They got a great fan base for it, though. True. So, I mean, hey. Yeah. Um, so good for them and good for all the bands and you know in that scene depicting this. Sort right. of, don't, I want to say representing, but it, you know, it's yeah. a very popular movie within that scene. But Chase, you yeah. uh, saw Blade Runner 2049 again, haven't you? I did. Just so wanted... you got any updated opinions on this for us? Just, just a real quick thing, basically, because before I said it was like sort of disappointing and it was like a good movie, yeah. but now really it's... It's it's almost classic level for me. It's I really actually <laughs> really? like it a lot. It just Man. it bumped it up. I mean, I the the runtime doesn't bother me. It's not something I'd always sit down to watch because you know it's like yeah. almost three hours. But I mean, yeah. the characters, a lot of them. I mean, I just I love Ryan Gosling's performance and the story. It was outstanding, man. Yeah, a I, lot of problems, of course, that I think. But yeah, now that I think of it, when I saw it, I was pretty tired. So, you yeah. know, I feel like if I were to see it again, maybe I wouldn't be like, oh, is this going to end kind of thing? But, yeah. yeah I, just get into, I just got into the emotion of it this time, yeah. really. Like I said, I like the movie. And the more I kind of, like, think about it, like, you know, that was a great movie. Despite, like, dis- like yeah. not just, like, the cinematography alone, uh-huh. but everything. The story was really good. Um, right. I want to talk about this last film, 
uh, called The Meyerowitz Stories at New and Selected that we just watched, and it was a Netflix original movie, right? I believe so. Or it was like it was going through the festival circuit. If not, it was a straight-to-DVD kind of thing. Well, it was going through like the festival circuit or something, and then Netflix oh, ended oh, up okay, picking okay. up type okay. of thing. Gotcha. But I think that counts as an, an original. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Um, I never thought I would say this is about a Netflix original movie. One of the best movies I've seen this year, honestly. Really, really, really good. Really good. Like, I didn't think, like, I'm sick of seeing Adam Sandler do, like, yeah, like, you know, like okay, like, the water boy, like, what, yeah, that, yeah. that was what that was, if you don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's good that he, I'm sorry, I, it's good that he went away from these roles and kind of went for a more serious, uh, yeah, I could just take yeah. him seriously this time I, around. I, and is he nominated for an award, you I said? think it's not for, I forget it. It's like some New York reward show. It's like the thing that happens before, you know, uh, the Oscars and shit. Oh, okay, it's like okay. the preview. You know, it's like a yeah. smaller thing. He's up for Best Actor in there. And it seems he's going to be in the running, maybe, to be nominated for yeah. Best Actor for Oscars. Yeah. Uh, no, but speaking of Adam Sandler, I saw an article. I was looking at reviews of it and whatnot. And someone pointed something out good. He's still basically like the man-child he kind of always plays. But the way... Since it's not like the it's normal, diff- it's, it's not the normal. Something he's ever exactly, did, yeah. Like one person said, he's not given like a lot of tropes or like real uh, slapstick stuff to fall back on. He like yeah. has to act. And yeah. One person said it's like it should delivery, remind him. Yeah. It should be a movie that reminds him that he can act. He doesn't have to just you know be like a super goofy, ridiculous guy. Yeah. I mean, he can. Yeah, but. he's done movies like where he's just like kind of playing like a normal person but then yeah. just has like a few jokes here and there that do like hit most of the he time he can work but yeah. this was a different kind of like uh like what he normally does but like i said just like a exactly. different yeah. take on it it felt different it really and good. fresh for adam sandler to do which is what he needed probably because he's getting a lot of shit for those last oh, three yeah. original movies he got so like we're tired of it so it's kind of like a rebirth sort of thing you know so if, yeah. if he is nominated for something i'm that'd be nice uh, he deserves it man seriously this is one of the best films i've seen this year yeah yeah so uh do you know how long it's been out no, only within the last month, I think it was released. Because okay. I was like, how did I not know about this like sooner or whatever? Yeah. Uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman was great. Yeah, give a shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, ben, ben Stiller. And then I think I... Elizabeth Marvel. Elizabeth Marvel. She yeah. played their sister. That that oh, family cast, God, they were hilarious. great, dude. Would you say this is kind of like a dry comedy, though? Like, it's nothing like... Sort of dry, it, the yeah. The comedy in it. It's, it's our so comedy, great. basically. Yeah, dude. It is one of the... It, but it has that independent movie feel. Do you, do you know what I mean? Sort of. It just it had like it was really well done yeah, yeah, yeah. on the camera that I loved. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like it yeah, felt it, like it, it was shot on great. film type felt, of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Um, definitely. I, 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 I'm at a loss for words. I love the movie so much. Like I don't know what to point out first that I love. Help me out here. <laughs> uh, I mean, we already talked about the acting. I mean, yeah. did you like how they presented it? Where like the story's new and selected, so they would. It started out and it was talking about like oh, I forgot the like, character kind of different names. chapters. Yeah, where yeah, it started yeah. like Adam Sandler's story, and then it went to I think the dad's story, and then like uh, his brothers, mm. the sister. She didn't get her own thing. She had yeah. a moment to shine, but she, you know, yeah, yeah. I loved it. it was a different just kind of storytelling that I've never yeah. seen that before. So that's what I love most about it. Definitely, I cannot like recommend this movie enough. Yeah, seriously, really worth a watch. Really up there. Um, probably people who I would say, what was the. The Big Sick, is that what came out this oh, year? Oh, yeah, that's that right. Loved? I still got to see that one day. Yeah, I feel like it. it's sort of maybe like the same kind of feeling kind of of, of a movie, like a comedy, drama sort of thing. So um, if you like that, I would check it out, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I haven't seen it either. I've seen bits and pieces, I think. Yeah. But uh, 
I, I no, can't say I mean, enough about yeah, this movie. How many? I just how many times do I need to tell you? <laughs> yeah, that it's a great movie. Watch it, man. It's like n- maybe nine out of ten type of shit. Cracking dude. up through the whole thing. Oh yeah, seriously, it was the, some of the best comedy I've ever seen. Oh yeah. All right. Well, guys, I think we've already established great comedy, great yeah. films, so and great drama too. Watch the Marowitz story. Yeah, exactly. No if like you got it. Netflix, give it a watch, man. All right, guys. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast. And be sure to hit that subscribe button down, and also that bell on the little cor- in that corner to get, you know get notifications uh, when our videos come out to you. And also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to when you know that videos are coming to you. To you. Right. Also notifications. So there you go. Um, all right. Have a yeah. great day, and we'll see you next time, guys. See you. Once again, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Background Movie News Podcast, and I'm Casey Sampson. And I'm Chase Cooper. And just remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Back Row Official. See you next time.